Deuteronomy 30, 6 through 9. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your descendants to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and you may live. Also the Lord your God will put all these curses on your enemies and on those who hate you, who persecuted you, and you will again obey the voice of the Lord and do all His commandments which I command you today. The Lord your God will make you abound in all your work of, and the works of your hands, in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your land for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good, as He rejoiced over your fathers. If you paid attention in this place of Scripture, abounding in all of the work of our hands, abounding in all of the works of our hands is placed in direct dependence of fulfilling the mutual condition with our descendants which consists of circumcision the circumcision of our heart for the Lord as well as the circumcision of the heart of our descendants in other words it's not enough that just the forefathers be circumcised their descendants also need to be circumcised. In other words, to receive success in the work of our hands, we are placed in dependence of our, de of our descendants. Descendants is our sown seed that we have sown in the soil of our heart. These are symbols. The law is, it, it, it is what reflects uh, what is now in the New Testament. And so descendants is the seed. When we receive the preached word, we accept it these promises, the statutes, the conditions, everything, we receive them in the form of a seed, then these seeds are called our descendants upon the condition, of course, that they're grown into fruits of righteousness. We died together with this seed in the death of our Lord Jesus Christ and rose in His resurrection. And so what has been risen in resurrection is our descendants. These are the fruits of our spirit. And so for God to bless us, it is necessary that this fruit, these descendants, also be circumcised as their forefathers were. And it's talking about, it's not talking about physical circumcision, it's talking about the circumcision of heart. From our side, our descendants, which are the fruit of our womb, this is the harvest of the seed that we have sown upon our field, or the earnings that we have worked for with our personal hands to collaborate with God as so we can be circumcised means to die for the world or be crucified for the world and what lives in the world or what the world lives with or by God can't rejoice about us when we are under the curse of poverty and he also is not planning to do good for us until we are circumcised in heart and the heart of our descendants, who symbolize their circumcision of our fruit <clears throat> in the form of our earnings. Right now we're studying fruit. This is our, these are our earnings in this case, because the symbol of fruit and the symbol of earnings and how we behave with our earnings is important. We need to circumcise our earnings. 
The circumcision of our heart is a process that happens when we begin to serve one God or to trust and worship one Lord because there is an, another God that exists for man. This is mammon, money. As it is written, no servant can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Luke 16:13. Mammon is wealth, the demonic prince mammon who represents worldly wealth and riches. The circumcision of our fruit happens when our first earning is dedicated to God. It's talking about businessmen, the first fruit in this case, when your first earning, the entire earning is dedicated to God. And the other is with every earning, you separate your tithe then to God, your tenth part, to the Lord. Speak to, speak to the children of Israel and say to them, when you come into the land which I give to you and reap its harvest, then you shall bring a sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest. He shall wave the sheaf for the Lord as for the Lord. And so not doing these things does not allow God then to bless us in the works of our hands, separating our first fruits is the circumcision of the of the heart if our heart is circumcised we will absolutely demonstrate this in in our actions in in giving of our tithe when we separate our tithes uh, only after uh, all other deductions it is not uh, then a tithe because then the first fruits become all other deductions, the pay, pay, paying of bills or, or taxes, this then becomes our first fruits. For the tithe to be the first fruit, it's necessary to separate uh, the tithe from the entire amount <clears throat> so that tithe would be the, uh, the first thing and then everything else follows. The next thing, next detail we need to pay attention to is the land into which or earth we need to sow into. <clears throat> from which you need to then uh, take this first sheaf and bring to God. God did not tell the Israelites to bring the first fruits or tithes uh, from the food that they sown. They had sown in the land of Egypt, but only the one that they had sown in the land of Canaan. And so our Canaanite land and our Egyptian land is how we behave regarding our work. And so if we work not for, from our heart, then we are sowing into the land of Egypt because we're not doing our work from our heart. When the Israelites worked in Israel, they were working, uh, they were being whipped, they were being beaten, and they were building not a temple for God, but they were building these e Egyptian pyramids and other things because the pharaohs that they had uh, buried in these uh, pyramids were considered gods for the people. And whatever you do, do it heartily, as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. Colossians 3, 23-24. And so our earth, our body, our heart, 
is independence of our is dependent on our work, of course, and how we how we behave regarding our work. If we bring our tithes, uh, incorrectly, we 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 then do not honor God, and we plant then into the land of Egypt. If we work for the sake of the Lord, we work from the heart, and we work for the Lord. Then we serve Christ. <clears throat> we don't need that someone be overseeing us or overseer be over us uh, <clears throat> to be able to make sure we're doing our job even if we have one but they'll see that we're doing our, our job better than others because he'll see uh, the overseer the manager will see honesty sincerity <clears throat> unfortunately people often will work this way only when someone's watching them we have to understand that God watches over us and he does not do it as an overseer he watches after us as his children and he sees us and he rejoices that they are doing their work heartily with the heart this brings him joy he is filled with love when he sees this or his heart is when we work this way we bless God in this way and we are demonstrating our favor and then because we demonstrate our favor, the Lord responds with His favor. <clears throat> As it says in Scripture, grace for grace. And so favor for favor. Come to me, draw near to me, and I will draw near to you. You'll say, how do we draw near? How do we come? Do you know how this happens? You, God says you stand with your back to me and you try to come to me. You need to first turn your face to me, but you'll ask, how do I turn my face to you? He'll say, he is saying, uh, bring your tithes into the storehouse. And so the tithes that you have separated from the earnings uh, that you made uh, from your work, that you worked, with, you worked, you, you did your job from, uh, and you did it with your heart. And so when we work for the Lord, then God says, I allow you uh, the ten, uh, the nine out of ten, uh, the ninety percent you can keep for yourself to, to use as you need, and the ten percent the you bring to me, and in this way you confirm the fact you that you are also holy. God doesn't receive tithes from people who are not holy. If a person doesn't believe that he is holy and that he is righteous, the Lord doesn't receive tithes from him. He won't accept it. You can bring uh, your tithe, and people do this. They bring it, but they don't bring it, first of all, in the format of a tithe. They don't understand that this is uh, the, something what is holy. This is what is a first fruit. This is what is within our possession. Our bodies belong to God. They are redeemed. We are not our own. We are purchased with the precious price, with with the blood. And as our bodies are not our own, when we bring our tithe to God, we in this way say that, Lord, I confirm the fact that my body does belong to you. If a person doesn't understand this or comprehend this, and he brings his tithe so that he can receive benefits for his body and not to get to know the Lord, then of course God will not be favorable to him. He will not be favorable to him or his offering. God looked at Cain and upon Abel. He, he first looked at them, not their offering. He wanted to see their motives. 
what were they doing from their heart? If a person did it from their heart as for the Lord, the Lord then will receive it. Cain did this from his heart, but it wasn't for the Lord, it was for himself. Why did he not receive his, the offering of Cain? He truly was working from his heart, but it wasn't for the Lord. He was doing this for himself. Abel was doing it for the Lord. And this one was doing it for himself. The one did it from the heart and the other, but one was doing it again for himself, the other for the Lord. And so when a person works uh, with his heart for himself, a person then says he is God. Only when you work from your heart, you work with your heart for the Lord, you in this way say, Lord, you are my, my, you are my Lord. And so when you honor God then with your tithe and your offering that you uh, receive because you worked with your heart for the Lord, this then uh, surprises all of heaven. They rejoice and are glad. We don't in, even understand what they experience. One day we will understand that. But the heart of a holy uh, person of God uh, is filled with joy. The scriptures say, because you did not honor me with gladness, you will work for your enemies and the Lord will give you in the, into the hands of your enemies and there you will work in sorrow and God will do it that these people, these Christians that worked for themselves, they will make it that they will not be glad in the earnings they make. Whatever they may buy, however much, they will never be content. They will never be happy. Either the stomach will be sick and not be able to work. Uh, they will always have fear uh, because of their money. They will not be, have any trust. Uh, they will always think, be thinking about increasing their wealth, but they won't have any satisfaction in this. But the Lord says the saints will receive uh, satisfaction even in the little. You can receive satisfaction only when the Lord gives it. And it's uh, there's a temporary... Uh, pleasures and satisfaction a person can receive but the Lord will give us a joy a satisfaction that will have eternal life within itself and so right now we will serve the Lord with our tithes and our offerings this is our honor this is our uh, opportunity we can uh, without this service our worship will not be worship and if we think we are within the courts of the Lord Without offering of your tithes to God, the doors into the courts of the Lord are closed to us. We can sit in the church, but there is a spiritual realm within the body of Christ, and in this spiritual realm, a person is not part of or in it, even if he's physically sitting within the church, that is the good wife. And so right now we will sing and glorify the Lord. We will honor Him with our tithes and our offering. We will acknowledge his authority over ourselves and will demonstrate our love before him. Let us stand. Mm -hmm. 
I will happily remind us that every time when Israel honored uh, God with their tithes and their offerings, either in the tabernacle of Moses or the temple of Solomon, they were required as a command that God received or God gave to Moses to stretch out their hands over their tithes and proclaim a great proclamation. This revelation they proclaimed, this wonderful revelation, Moses received it from God. We are that same Israel. We are connected to the same roots. We are nourished by the same olive tree. We will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hand over your tithes and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithe from my house and have brought it into your temple so that you may have food within your house. I do not give in impurity, I do not give in sorrow, and I do not give for the dead. I rejoice that I have the privilege to demonstrate my love and to acknowledge your authority. And now in accordance to your words, I pray right now, may your heavenly windows be open to me and may your blessing come without end upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen, amen. God bless you. You may be seated.